Welcome back. It's issues 75 of the Infinite Backlog, a chronological Andy, tour. you still haven't gotten your juice back after Austin shamed you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but that was so normal that time. It was trying I know. to be so normal. I know, I could tell. I could tell you. <laughs> you, dra- you drained all the silliness out of your body with a 24-hour purge of I'm all fun I do it, all fun business. <laughs> Well, we read Marvel comics here on this podcast, and I'm I'm uh, I'm the <laughs> disgustingly the normal Andy. <laughs> and with me are my co-hosts, Shane, the boy Pathfinder. I yep, that's me. And Rory, the preppy ninja. Hey, and uh, I have I'm having feelings right now because I was just <laughs> trying to do a sil- I was just trying to do a, a silly high voice like you, trying to meet you where you're at. Uh huh. Was that a passable Mickey Mouse? Because I would hate to be an okay, be an okay voice of a of a mouse when, man. When did you do a high pitched voice? Just now. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, no, give us some more Mickey what? Mickey yeah. lines. <laughs> yeah, give me some. What, say something that Mickey okay. would say. Say some. Mickey You'd have things. to help me. Help me. You got to help me on that. Just talk about capitalism. My my, my dad Walt. <laughs> my dad Walt needs your money. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> my father Walt needs your money. <laughs> You know, I'm trying to figure out what you sound like. It's not quite Mickey, but it's uh, it's very it's yeah. Now I'm not hearing it as much either. I Hold felt like on. the first time it was. Yeah, there no, keep going, keep going, keep going, Rory. Just feed us any lines. Um, <laughs> talk about your favorite Ninja Turtle. Well, the best turtle's Donatello. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a real fucking bad take, by the way. <laughs> Come on, Mickey, you got to pick a better turtle than that. Donatello is the best one. What are you talking about? No, I like that he's a captain of industry. <laughs> yeah, the purple one is the best one, Andrew. I I like Michelangelo a lot. I know you do. I know you fucking do. I'm just saying. Right? I like old I like old Michelangelo, the one that's a little less flanderized. Mm, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, I and think also you've... same with Raphael, right? When he's a little less just screamy. Yeah, like, like he's basically the Hulk at this point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that if you, I think, I think there's a there's a passable Mickey in there if you work on it a little bit. Right? Yeah, sure. If I do the do the things he says. <laughs> yeah, if you if you go back and I'm gonna I'm gonna need you to record yourself watching old Mickey cartoons and talking along with it, like with no, with all the lights off, only illuminated mm. by the light of <laughs> the TV. I'd love to do some sort of pirate radio <laughs> thing where I just record bootleg Mickey audio. <laughs> Our very first piece of video media is a spooky <laughs> video of Rory in the dark. Uh, we doing have, Mickey we have, Mouse. Uh, I think we have t- two pieces of video. We have the Sorting Hat video, and we have the time you guys reviewed Ms. Marvel. Yeah, we've got. That's true. We've got. True. Uh, we've got some stuff on uh, on Patreon. Uh, hey, look, we have a Patreon. You should check that out. Look. All the Mickey stuff aside, all the turtle stuff aside, <laughs> this podcast, we today read Marvel comics about Hulk, Elektra, and Starbrand. That's and Disney now. It, it is Disney. Fuck. Yeah, we're talking about the right stuff, Andy. But <laughs> well, turtles aren't Disney. God, are they? I don't know who owns one anymore. <laughs> are, uh, are turtles ABC? No. The Empire must grow. The sun never sets on Disney World. <laughs> uh, no, we've 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 successfully finally left the year 1986. We've spent like five weeks or six weeks in 86 or something like that. Uh, so this takes us from December 86 through the middle of 1987 into June. And during this time, we have some ABCs, Andy's bummer calendar. You really got to write a song for it. We need a jingle. For Andy's <laughs> bummer calendar, it happens every time. Yeah. I feel like the song would get so. Oh, old. it's a bummer today. <laughs> yeah. 
A B C. Hey, Andy. <laughs> I don't know how to break this to you, but that song is a real already existing no, song. No, I already, I just made it up. <laughs> so here's my bummers for the day. I couldn't find anything particularly interesting in those months, so here's just three things Reagan did. Uh, Reagan... <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> Reagan is rebuked by the Tower Commission about all the Iran-Contra stuff, so he gets a big finger wag by some guys. Some guys with their fingers, they put him up, and they moved him side to side and said, Reagan. Yep. Oh, Reagan. Uh, Reagan tells Gorbachev to tear down this wall, very famously, yeah. in his speech in, in, uh, in Berlin. And uh, that's why it went down. Yeah, definitely that's why it went down. It was just Reagan shaking, doing his little finger wag at <laughs> Secretary Gorbachev. Uh, and the Soviets were like, fuck, the finger, it hurts. Um, <laughs> and uh, he, uh, Reagan, Reagan gets prostate surgery. Suck what? it, Reagan. I hope it hurt. What? <laughs> why? Yeah. Did he have cancer? I don't know. I don't know. I don't have details have- on this. Wikipedia was just like he had prostate <laughs> surgery and people were concerned he would not be able to do the duties of the president. <laughs> you have to get your polyps checked out. <laughs> uh, he also was uh, probably at this point uh, not a serious acting president when he got. Oh, I don't know. I guess if he's doing the tear down this wall. A significant chunk of time, he was a walking corpse. Yeah. Yeah. Um, With poop for brains. With full dookie brains. Poop for (laughs) brains. Damn, I I went to Reagan's uh, Wikipedia page and I just control (laughs) F prostate and nothing came up. That's really really disappointing. Can yeah, you they just took Google it out. So they... Reagan's, <laughs> Reagan's prostate. Yeah, yeah, Can you just yeah. Google Reagan's prostate? Reagan's <laughs> prostate. You gotta and search it on. I want to know what enter. the sponsored link is. I need to know what the top sponsored link is. It's the New York Times. Uh, <laughs> it's a quote. It's a featured snippet. Reagan's prostate had enlarged to the point that it inhibited urine flow. Dr. Utz inserted a tube into Reagan's urethral canal with an electrode to control bleeding uh, and a blade to chip away at prostate tissue, of which he removed uh, slightly less than an ounce. What's funny is, you know, if it, it <laughs> if it had been Trump, it had been like anybody's ever had a bigger prostate. <laughs> oh, the doctors I, are amazed. I don't know. The doctor told me that it was stopping me from from pissing, and he'd never seen that before. I must have just over <laughs> overachieved in my prostate gland. It's a very manly gland, I'm told. It was it was it was Bloody normal it like, was normalized until I took the uh, the vaccine. <laughs> no, Trump's pro vaccine because he invented it. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> Rory. Oh, okay. Let have, so let, I me found... my, let me have my joke. Sorry, I found an, I found an article <laughs> from cowboy politics. An article from January '87 uh, in the Los Angeles Times. The doctors removed 23 and a half grams, slightly less than one ounce of prostate tissue. That is smoked it all. 23. I smoked it all. <laughs> I, I need you guys to know that 23 and a half grams is like a serving of Doritos chips. <laughs> yeah, that's a full Doritos bag. No, that's just one serving. It's like one chip. Uh, no, it's not. It's about 13. Oh, God. Tell me more about how many chips are in a serving. I love this. because so uh, Can we peek behind the curtain a little bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shane keeps it tight. He's a good looking guy and he loves mm. snacks more than just about anybody else I know. Yes. yes. I yeah. believe you know how many chips you can eat out of a bag. Like yeah. how many Doritos you get every day. I literally <laughs> looked at it today as I was logging it into my meal planner. Because I bought I bought How Doritos. many centimeters of a Twix? <laughs> oh my God. A whole Twix. I don't fuck around with Twix. That's my favorite candy. Did you know that's my favorite candy? I Ugh, think so. I no. think it's come up. Yeah, man. I will eat the Twix. Oh. I don't even care. That doesn't go in the log. That's a secret for me and God. <laughs> secret Twix for Shane and God. <laughs> secret Twix for Shane and God. <laughs> oh, take me back to the prostate. Shh, don't no, tell I'm, Lord. 
<laughs> I'm glancing. I'm glancing through the rest of this. Uh, the only thing that seemed noteworthy is the subheader gave own blood, and it says in preparation for possible blood requirements, a pint of Reagan's blood was drawn in advance, but it was not needed. The White House said, "Cool. That's good. Cool. Very cool." Uh, yeah, everything was benign and he's fine, I guess, or whatever. I don't know. I, this has been a very strange deep dive into the gland of a president. Glands of our president <laughs> should be a new, a new Disneyland exhibit. <laughs> uh, yeah, we could do that on the podcast. Just talk they about already have you know, that. a former president's glands. Yeah, like the Hall of Presidents. Each They should insert new dialogue about every president's favorite gland. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, the uh, favorite gland is always the prostate. Yeah. That's the only fun one. Mm-hmm, Instead of mm-hmm. the Hall of Presidents, it's the Hall of Prostates. Yeah, okay. The other yeah. glands just do weird shit like make you stay awake for 48 hours or grow boobs. Mm-hmm. But the uh, prostates. I hate that Prostate's gland. a party. <laughs> All right. Uh, I guess... I don't know. I, this, this segment is funny, this, this piece of our show, because... <laughs> because Every time we talk about bummers and then it devolves into some other thing and it kind of ends up just you being like have our carte blanche to choose any bummer you want. <laughs> yeah. And stop at any time. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. You I mean, you'll never stop. Y'all let me be the captain of this ship. I can do whatever I want, but I do think yeah, it's but fun. You can't shame. You cannot shame me for reacting to your bummers. No, no, there's no shame here. I just think it's like, I don't know. Is, is this segment should it be longer? Should we just start talking about whatever the hell was on our mind this should week? Be. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's let, let's rebrand as half politics, half seventies. <laughs> Uh, I have. I don't have anything interesting to say, but I do. I do have a thing that I sh- that is comic related that I could bring up in my life, which is that uh, I did attend Seattle's com- comic convention, Emerald City Comic Con, for a total of about two hours before the crowds made me so uncomfortable I had to leave. Oh, um, it was so fucking packed. Yeah. Uh, I do not. Ha- I don't have it in me anymore. To yeah. Yeah, yeah, I thought I could handle it. I thought I could do a whole half day or something. And I got the pass free from a friend, but it was like, I'm going to go in there. I'm going to see what's going on. And I barely made it through. Like, I saw the vendors and was like, oh, this looks cool. Oh, man, oh, there's a few things I'd buy if I felt like it. And then I walked past the artists and was like, I think I just need to go home. I need to go home. And so I went home. But it was, <laughs> it was, it was remarkably nice to see the comic convention happen again. Like, that made me that made me feel good. And it, was, it made me feel good to see that like community enjoying itself again mm-hmm. i just you know the the logistics the specifics of doing it in an enclosed space still freaks me out i don't know if i don't know i no, thought i was I, over that my, my reaction is not like that i i the the my reaction to crowds has nothing to do with diseases oh sure or or uh, despite the comic-con's you know notorious odor um <laughs> no what for me what I cannot abide, and I never, I never liked it, but I uh, it never bugged me to this extent, is too many people. Be- I think it's gotten worse too. This thing that I'm about to mention, mm-hmm. uh, belligerent refusal to be aware of your surroundings and oh walk in God. straight lines. Yes, yes, and it's worse oh, when you've fuck. got cosplay that's like poking out in all directions, and then you stand Whatever. in the middle it, of an intersection yeah, and it, talk to your I friend. Feel this, uh, I'll notice it at the grocery store. That's like, can you oh, walk yeah. in a line and also uh, put your phone left. down while you're going around the corners? Like, just go, I don't just, know. W- just walk to one side also. like, yeah. Or the person who parks their cart on the left side of the aisle mm. and then stands on the right side to look at something. Are you serious? Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the roadblock? Yeah, The full roadblock? No, it's so bad at Comic-Con. I, it, it takes forever to get around and, and it makes... People who, people who are in your way by sheer force of will... I can't, I can't abide. If you could just be a little more considerate and it costs you nothing to just stand slightly better. Yes. You know what I mean? Yep. Be aware. Be aware of your surroundings. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Anyway, let's talk about comics. Let's talk about, uh, ooh, what order do we want to do this? Let's start with Starbrand, shall we? Yeah. 
because I mean, well, 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 yeah. <laughs> I wanted to say if you if you're if you're trying to rein in the politics talk, uh, uh, <laughs> reasonable, reasonable, uh, but. Uh, bringing bringing up large groups of inconsiderate people is is, is uh, only slightly better than Reagan in terms of things that, that I can go off about. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> I we should start with the Hulk. Let's start with the Hulk. Okay. And yeah. to be on the, for the record, I don't want to rein in the politics talk. I just wanted to open it up to a whatever talk if we if we felt like mm. it. That, I think that, that people want to know what we did this week. Yeah. I what did we do this week? What a, we could have a new segment called Favorite Snack. <laughs> whatever favorite snack we had that week. I think I would love to hear Austin and Shane talk about snacks for oh an my hour. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yes. We I should have Austin talk about snacks. <laughs> just in general, I should talk to Austin about yeah. snacks. No, I just mean like as a podcast, I feel like we could Oh yeah. Just, I feel yeah, you like guys, you guys would have a gr- Austin and Shane reviewing snacks on camera would be the best. Snack chats? Yeah, yeah snack that'd be chat. great. Snack chat, um, snack chat. So Shane, you wanted to start with the Hulk. We have dived yeah. into the Hulk sort of in the middle of an arc. We've done so just to sort of mm-hmm. forestall the why the fuck did we do this Andy questions. This is not on our this was not originally on the list of uh you know that I had gathered from this the was internet. a my recommendation. This right? was a Rory this is the recommendation. First Peter David issue. Exactly. Yeah. This is the first Peter David issue of, of the Hulk. I think he takes over sort of in the middle of things, and that's how we're reading it. Uh, it took me about half the first issue to sort of orient myself with what the fuck it was, was going hard. on. To but catch it mid, yeah, but I'm going to tell you, but... I didn't hate this. I no. I was enjoying this. Uh, let's talk about Hulk first. Um, yeah. I thought, you know, there's. I feel like there's kind of two ways to take on the mantle of a property like this. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes what people do, like if you're good, right? Like if you if you know you're the right guy and you've got something to say, um, a hard hard shift, right? Yeah, um, that's one way. Uh, and then I think both Peter David and uh, Chris Claremont from X Men. Mm-hmm. I've never heard of him. No, no, no. <laughs> what I mean is like they're still really engaging with this property pretty earnestly it still mm-hmm. feels like they haven't shaken off all the 60s and 70s dust yep mm-hmm. um but so much more depth right just opened up what we can see mm-hmm. and what this thing could be yeah. yeah yeah totally agree um i guess to sort of and, sum up our status quo that we walk in on to the best of my understanding right like i didn't look at, i didn't look this up or read synopses of previous issues but rick jones is now an angry hulk Yes. Uh, Rick yeah, Jones with correct. beautiful hair. Oh my God. Sexy Hulk. Although Hulk has a pretty fucking vicious takedown about the about Rick Jones human character. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, which potentially warranted. But yeah. But but Rick Rick is fucking shit up. Some sort of task force has been put together, maybe by Bruce, maybe involving Bruce or whatever, the called the Hulkbusters. Yeah. Yeah, I thought Bruce said he started it. It but seems maybe like he, he just did. like suggested it to the he, military. It's un- a little unclear. Yeah, he started it because he was going to separate the Hulk out from himself, mm-hmm. and he needed. And then he wanted he to was kill like, that Hulk. He was like, "We have to fucking kill it once it gets out of my body." Yeah, and so this team exists, and it's getting a little out of hand. Uh, Bruce does not seem to have control over the Hulkbusters as much as he maybe might like. Um, they're they have a lot of uh, intense anger and personal reasons for <laughs> wanting to be a part of this group. And that's just sort of taking the the reins and they want to kill the fuck out of Rick Jones. And I, over the course of these two issues, they find out it's Rick Jones and it, be, it becomes a bit of a, a, a moral quandary for them about like, oh, well, now we know it's this guy that we know. We know him. We can't kill him. But then one of them Did is they like, think no, that we the whole entity would what was unclear to me was like how it got to Rick Jones. And if that was a like necessity that it had to be transferred to this other, to another vessel mm, to, yeah. to kill. Or if you, you know, pull the ghost out, I don't know. It was mm-hmm. not, it was not totally clear. A lot of this is, you know, gar- I mean, the Hulk is magic. garbage suicide. It's, it's magic. Yeah. The, and, yeah. And a lot of magical thinking complicates the logic they're trying to present. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, in the meantime, Banner does not, Banner seems to transform into a gray Hulk uh, with werewolf yeah, rules. Yeah, yeah. the Gray Hulk. Yep. Um, and and he doesn't like that. Um, 
And it's interesting because it seems like Grey Hulk is this sort of like the kind of true, the true spirit of Christmas, the actual mm-hmm. real Hulk. Yeah. Yes, that, it does. That has, that is, is, um, yeah, I get a lot more of an overt Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde reference here. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas uh, the Hulk is kind of more of a, kind of more like a regular werewolf, right? He's a yeah. manifestation of energy and, and wants of ego. Yeah. And I don't know if I, I don't know if I read this right. It kind of seems like maybe he hasn't been transforming lately because he got it under control. But now with the Rick Jones stuff going on, he's like, well, I'm not going to tell Betty, but I'm going to go force myself to become the Hulk again. But thanks to I'm my not... good equipment, I'll keep my mind when I do it. Isn't that oh, great I with was... my good equipment? I thought Grey Hulk took over. I thought he came out of the uh, came out of the psyche. He well, well, he does, but he like he tricks does. him. Yeah, yeah, he's like, I'll definitely yeah. use my good equipment, and then he changes, and Grey Hulk's like, "You stupid fucking dumbass." That yeah, sure. That's I not how this works. And that. then he busts up the equipment. Um, and so now he's back to transforming daily. Uh, which is a very fun sequence because I guess when uh, in in the second issue that we read, to sort of make sure Banner can't fuck with what he's up to, Gray Hulk encases himself in a cave before he transforms back into Banner. <laughs> so so Banner wakes up in this cave that he can't bust out of, and he's like, "Well, fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of cool. <laughs> um. And then the leader's involved. The leader's lost his powers. Um, he's not smart anymore, and that's driving him nuts. And he wants to, like, again, sort of magical woo-woo laser the Hulk's gamma nonsense into his own body and become the leader again. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's a lot Flowers of stuff going Algernon? on. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying, we're doing, we're, you know, Dave, David takes over and immediately starts going high lit on this, on this, uh, yep. Yep. on this premise. He takes, he takes good bones. A lot of, you know, it's funny when, um, you have this ongoing property like the Hulk or like anything, any long running thing. Um, you can kind of, you feel when you've tapped into something people are responding to that is good. But if it's not done with intent, then it, it it you know it doesn't go that deep and that's what i thought was so clear about peter david's takeover here was like he just showed us how deep the ocean is for hulk material mm-hmm. really it's not it's not that he took us all the way down to the bottom yet this is not the best comic we've read certainly no but it is and the, the art's first kind of time fine right? the art's a little bit better it's better it, but this it's, is it's, the first it's the what, it? Todd McFarlane, right sure this this would be the first time i've seen the hulk written in a way that's not um, really overtly 60s style. Yeah. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. no, there's characters with things in their lives that are interesting. Um, yeah, like I said, uh, we haven't plumbed the depths, but we've seen that they are there now, which I think is, uh, you know, is noteworthy. Yeah. And this is a... I, I can so be I, a cool character. He can. He can. I really liked, I really liked this. Um... It's fun. It sets up some new some new status quo stuff. Uh, you know, Betty Betty finds out that back in the day, Hulk he wasn't just transforming into Hulk randomly. He was like trying to be a hero and forcing the Hulk transformation, and she does not like that. She goes, yeah. "Oh no, no, no! I thought we were gonna start a relationship, <clears throat> but it turns out you're a psycho. <clears throat> so no." Uh, and Betty's got maybe this like secret husband who's trying to get back with her. Uh, I was unclear about the, the very the, very unclear. The menage a trois in this one was was <laughs> even more complex than in Starbrand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my wait. god! I can't wait to talk about Starbrand. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I don't know. It's it's interesting. I'm excited to keep going. One of the questions that I want to have us keep on our mind right now. I have not put a ton of Peter David Hulk in at the moment because he writes this title for 12 years. Yeah. And he's the flagship guy. He's the Claremont of the Hulk. Oh. Yeah. So we're not reading all of Peter David's Hulk. And I may need to do further research to find what the yeah, best places my to dip in are. Standing is I like that we read the first ones. Yeah. I think these were fun. Um, I don't know that this is a daredevil situation where the Mm-mm. second he takes over, the thing becomes art now. Yeah. He might take a he might take a little while to find his real footing and for this to be the thing that brings the Hulk, you know. To the A list, yeah. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of wondering what we want to do. I'm, I'll, I'll find some time to do some yeah, more looking poke into around. 
Mm-hmm. I would be reasonably happy reading a little bit more, but yeah. in the interest of variety, if we find out that there's a good, you know, 20 issue run much later, right. we'll save it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I think so. Um, but it's good to know that the Hulk, the Hulk is finally like in someone's hands that cares and is good. That's what you wait mm-hmm. for with all these comic properties, right? Because like you like Namor, you like Doctor Strange, like these characters have so much potential and everyone who's touched them so far has been just not so great, right? It's 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 tough. And so like it's nice to see the final like Goldilocks matchup that like really catapults them into 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 the better zone. Um and by all accounts Peter David's it for the Hulk. So uh so that's that's fun cuz I I I think the Hulk is very Again, it has a lot of potential, a lot of potential for cool stories, and he's been mired in run from the military, stuck in the desert stories for like two decades, and not feeling it. <laughs> not feeling it. Not feeling it. Uh, okay. Glass is on. Do we want to? Do we want to talk about Electra real quick then? Uh, sure. We can put a, make a little compliment sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. To spoil you, compliment sandwich indeed. We we had a brief conversation before we started about Electra, and it has it has taken a turn for the incomprehensible this week. Oh God! (laughs) And it's such a cliff. Last week I was saying these might be the best things I've ever read. Yeah, for for the podcast, I still think it's the best art in any comic we've ever read. It's the most interesting comic to look at by far. It could turn. You could finish it, and maybe, uh, and certainly after a second read, when you know what's going on, mm-hmm. it, it, it could, it could re, it could gain that mantle back. It is not, it's not totally off unfeasible, but boy, it was not what I hoped for this. Yeah, week. I also don't think that that's fair to ask someone. I think, mm-hmm. I think you should know that you got to get them on the first try. And yeah. that they shouldn't they shouldn't have to go back and read your comic eight times to figure out what's happening on a page. Well, yeah. I think I I think there's two le- levels to that response. I I agree with you. You can't use that as armor against criticism. Like, oh, did you read it five times? Because yeah. if you haven't, you, you didn't know, really no, you. get it. Right? You yeah. didn't really get it. Um, at the same time, I don't think it's. I don't think it's out of line to say that some things require like a song. Like you're not going to get everything a song has to offer at, at, in three sure, minutes. But also a song is not a visual medium. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I still think I still think I still think quality art can can require uh, more the, out of you. Well, I yeah. don't think the I don't think the art is the problem on the page. I mean, no, art, art, in I mean art and art in general. Art oh, as a sure. thing a human created. With the ex- with the you know intention of sharing some idea. Yeah, or I don't mind challenging art that takes more of my mind and time to engage with, but at a certain point we need things to grab onto to propel us through it, especially yes. in a serialized form. If it's coming out monthly, you can't ask me to stick with you and keep buying your issue month after month after month if I don't know what the hell's going on and I can barely understand the page. I'm well, at. let's pretend. Let's pretend that. The next issue, number five, is great again. Right. It had one and two were phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Three and four were duds. If it's if it if it ends high and if it comes back high and finishes high, I would say out of eight, two low two issues that are kind of meandering and self indulgent, not the end of the world. No, but I did I did some looking around with like critical opinions uh, it doesn't it doesn't hit most people's impression of Electra assassin as a whole is that it just kind of lives in this weird zone the whole time and is mostly incomprehensible and just kind of becomes like really on the nose satire and the plot is like wildly secondary well, which maybe yeah. is the point maybe is how you're supposed to read it like not worrying about the plot but if so why bad. is there so much plot in there I guess I could cut my... it if that's, I don't know that's it's, where it's, we're at I'm not happy. I'm not like dying it, to cut it is the thing. I just I I I enjoyed the first two so much. I'd I'd kind of rather have that memory. Maybe. Than finish something that's gonna bum me out. Yeah. Well, and you know, uh there are arguments to be made about when Frank Miller 
falls off the deep end uh because he does <laughs> at a certain point and his content becomes very strange and and weird and unapproachable mm-hmm. uh maybe it's maybe it's uh this is the beginning of that maybe this is the first sort of hint of that i i feel like this he's already done dark knight returns at this point i think that was a mm-hmm. year ago you know so sort of his one of his seminal works is out and this electra thing feels very like I don't know, like, uh, like exploratory, exploratory about like, I mean, it gets very political in these two issues, right? Um, in a, in almost a hilariously, like, black and white way. Like, there's, um, there's two, there's these characters that we meet. There's uh, the current or former, almost former president, and then this new presidential hopeful that we meet. And the former president is drawn like a fucking ghoul. Who just loves <laughs> everything? Like he he he's like a he's like a hate monster, mm-hmm. and this new presidential hopeful uh, is bad in a different way. He looks like a he looks like a paper cutout person. He's like sketched in this like fake smile all the time. He's like this you know uber liberal, but he's faking it somehow because he's like the implication is that Electra thinks that he's been like compromised by the beast and like you know he's going to be used as like some sort of horrible uh i mean it's not an unsalient point about american politics right but it is black and white but it's black versus gray yeah yeah we have an evil party and uh somewhat compromised annoying (laughs) annoyingly unuseful party (laughs) yeah it's just it's interesting i can't we just meet in the middle (laughs) (laughs) we did um i don't know Uh, it's i mean how how do you even begin talking about the content of this i mean i don't know we don't need to for too long but the 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 major point is that it seems like the minds of garrett this shield agent and electra are sort of overlapping in a weird metaphysical way and they can kind of yeah they're both in some kind of akira facility getting tinkered on Mm mm-hmm and their thoughts yes. end up getting intermingled. Um, and he is covering for her. He's not telling... He, he like, has this meeting with, with uh, Commander Fury, and he doesn't tell him everything about Elektra. And he's not sure why he's doing it. He's not sure why he's doing that. Maybe it's because she mind-whammied him, or maybe it's because he, like, just wants to go after her himself, or maybe he likes her now. Like, he doesn't even know. Like, he can't even analyze his own thoughts. Um, he feels compromised. And there's lots of repeating of that sort of moment over the course of these two issues. Um, also, was it was it just me or was Fury sitting in a giant gun? He was sitting in a giant gun, <laughs> like a giant revolver that he was sitting yes. on the back of, like a like a I don't know. Again, this like symbolism is very uh, blunt that's happening, but it's not it's not very literal. Um, yeah, I I don't know. I don't really, I don't really know what to say about it. Again, it's it's hard to explain. Was there anything about the, about these issues that you liked? Anything that the you remember? It's beautiful. The art is beautiful. Yeah, the honestly, like the the really really traditional watercolor and gouache over pen and ink is so good. It's very cool. So good. Like it's you can tell years and years and years and years and years of art have gone into doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, the person, the the painter guy. Yeah. Like, it's I, gorgeous. I need to remember, because Rory brought up um, Arkham Asylum last week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I need to go look up who that artist is, because it, they're not... It's similar. It could be. Is that yeah, what you're saying? It's, it's, it's not him. I know it's not him. Oh. But they have a very, they have a very similar, like, if not style, like, like uh, you can tell, you can tell they were trained in a similar way, right? Like, they're... They're yeah, very, they're lines. very, uh, very collagey, very impressiony, very. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it's crazy. I want to I want to reread that again. But just having that art in any mainstream comic, that kind of art is a win. Even if even if we are like not enjoying it anymore, uh, to the extent that we might not read it anymore, like it's fucking incredible to look at, and it's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, I do. I do have one thing I want to call out, which is that his immediate superior who I guess is the leader of like some sort of weird shield technological research group or whatever, uh, who keeps putting Garrett back together when he gets beat to shit 
uh, is he's like Robotnik, right? He's like a little Robotnik in a flying car. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which like felt oddly cartoony for how sophisticated the art was. It was suddenly like a very nice watercolor of a weird Robotnik in a flying car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do. Um, I do actually. I like the idea that their their brains are overlapping, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I like that it affects them both sort of physically, but also in an emotional way towards each other. Like, yeah, they, they're like kind of in love because of it. Yeah, it's weird, right? Yeah. So and it, like in love to the point where they're it feels like they're trying to get to each other. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and at the end, the end of the of issue four, um, Garrett they kiss. Yeah, I mean they they kiss. I mean it's she's she's breathing air into his lungs underwater, but they they make out underwater and and yeah, I uh, yeah I don't know. He's so gross though is the thing. Like I I don't like him. He says he all the nasty things. He drinks way yeah. too much. He's a nasty man, and I'm I, it's like. <laughs> I don't want them together, but Electra's a murderous assassin, so it's not like she's a, you know, paragon of anything. But still, complex feelings, complex feelings. It 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 hurts me a little bit the idea that we would cancel it, except for the fact that I'm one of the people suggesting that we cancel it. I complex too. Complex. Uh, yeah, it's too bad we made it halfway through. If this is intriguing, if this sounds intriguing, uh. You should check it out. Anybody listening? I might uh, still finish it. I I'll have to read some of the reviews you were reading and decide if it's gonna bum me out. Mm-hmm. To... Yeah. Also, why don't if why don't we do the thing where we just read the rest of it all at once too? Oh, would you like to do that? Like maybe I next would... week we just kind of do a, a just finish it out. Just finish the fucker out and do a yeah, do a post mortem. Do all four. Do a post mortem. Do like a full book report style. Okay, yeah, I could live with that. I kind of don't hate that. Well, yeah, we'll, I think we'll, that's how we have to do it. I think. Because it feels like I should consume this. I just, I don't, to Rory's point, what if it turns around next week? I don't know. So, okay. All right. Let's do that. Fuck it. I think that's a good plan. And then if it doesn't take us very long to talk about it, we'll just, you know, talk more about the snacks we like. <laughs> Fill that episode out. Oh, yeah. We'll have a, we can have a guest. We can tell them about Electra. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be great for them. I bet. Let's let's just make Austin read all eight of them and then come in and give his take and then we'll talk about snacks. You know, if we can record it out of order and gave him, you know, two weeks instead of one to read it, maybe it's not unreasonable. Maybe. maybe. All right. Well, we'll come up with an idea and we'll we'll figure we'll finish out Electra one way or another. Hi, I'm Shane, the idea boy today. <laughs> <laughs> You're very good, Shane. We like you. You're a valuable Aww. member of this podcast. That's so nice of you to say. Take me to the best comic we read this week. It was, wasn't it? It was okay. so good. It was so good. <laughs> Starbrand issue three and four. The Dark Horse Starbrand coming up and showing value here. Uh, really interesting. Surprisingly complex. And Told you I had good bones, didn't it, I? Yeah. Did I? Yeah. Yeah. I just didn't expect the meat to be there, but there's some meat there. We're yeah. really exploring this guy. We're exploring Ken as a character and putting him was in he situations. Was a little bit? What it do you seems think? like now. So, well, there were some things I was confused about again, uh, the, even though they clarified some of the things that we were confused on last week, which yes. we'll get to. Uh, I got the impression he worked at an office and made lots of money. And now it seems like he works in a garage and doesn't make lots of money. Yeah, I'd have to go back and look at those issues. I The, the fact that he works like washing cars was a surprise to me at the beginning of this issue. So I don't, I don't know yeah, what I, I remember. I don't think it ever said that he worked at the office. I think he was. Oh, just he was in a suit and tie, you know, in a room out. like that. He could have been. Could have just known a guy who lived in a, who worked in an office. Yeah, but it also could have been something they decided on the fly. They were like, "Well, we didn't really commit to anything in the first two issues, but uh, let's make sure he's well, poor." Well, and it's yeah, it, it's a good choice because yeah. his actions as a rich man. I mean, aside from the fact that fuck the rich, right? But mm-hmm. like. Everything about him stopped being empathetic when he's just like a rich playboy. Because we've already yeah. seen that, and he's not more interesting. No, and then he's like, man. "Oh, and I can fly," and you're like, "God, I can damn fly it. and fuck whoever I want. Nobody can stop me." Mm-hmm. Well, that's kind of how so, he is right now. But yes, it, it was worse when he was rich. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. 
uh, it shows the time period in a hilarious way immediately on page one where he shows up to to the garage late and someone goes, how come you're so weird lately? You doing crack or something? Yeah. <laughs> ah, yes. The late yes. 80s. <laughs> crack. And coffee, I like is, coffee is my crack. <laughs> yeah, same. I, I like that he shows up to work and they're all like, why do you work at this dumb place? Like the literal, the, the owner of the business is like, why the fuck do you work here? You're you so, so stupid much potential. For, yeah. You're so stupid. Yeah, for working here, but his life's not together at all. And no. now that he's got this star brand thing, fucking shit up too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I like it. I like the energy. I, yeah. They really explore the fact that like the powers don't, there's a whole scene with his therapist friend or his best friend who is a therapist and does mm-hmm. therapy on him where he's like, He's like, well, what do you want to do with your life? And he's like, I don't know, man. I have these powers now. And the guy's like, well, you know, powers weren't the only thing keeping you at that shitty job. Like, yeah, <laughs> you could yeah, have Myron, left anytime you wanted. Myron really kind of cuts to the cuts to the core of it. Yeah, because like, yeah, that's what's interesting. What's interesting about Ken is that Ken has very normal problems. Ken has very normal mental problems about self sabotage i mean he self sabotages yeah. everywhere he's a self hating philanderer yeah he he makes he, right. he, he makes he, bad he calls can't keep his dick in his pants and he hates it yeah yeah and he's he's is... he says self loathing and now he's got powers and he's like this is supposed yeah. to change my life and it hasn't changed my life it's yeah. it's really interesting <laughs> um okay so let's talk about that let's talk about the romance stuff it was it was clarified um Though I don't love it, right? Like it's a yeah. weird situation. Uh, oh, but man. now it we know exactly what's it's happening. Bad. Yeah, it's bad. Um, so he is. But dating. by the way, it's interesting, right? It doesn't feel it doesn't feel like Spider Man, where we're just supposed to think it's cool and awesome that he totally he does whatever he wants. Yeah. So he's officially dating Barb. Barb has kids from a former marriage, presumably. And she has recognized that Ken feels weird about her having kids and is like, is this a thing? And he's like, no, it's totally not a thing. And she's like, it's definitely a thing, right? You're fucking weird about my kids. Yep. Um, so he's definitely dating Barb. And then for most of these issues, I was like, so what's Duck? Is Duck just this friend he hangs out with a bunch? Oh, now he's in a tickle fight with Duck. Now Duck's kissing him. He's yeah. fooling around with Duck. Yeah, they have sex. They have sex. It it is a thing. Like he is he's cheating on Barb with Duck, who presumably he's known longer or I don't I don't really know. But at the same time he constantly is still su- t- like like inner monologuing or talking about how stupid Duck is. He does not think she's worth No, he does not love Duck. Yeah. He no. just can't get over his his mental blocks about Barb and her and kids. With- and what's crazy is Duck also recognizes this. Yeah. And she's like, she's like, she oh, knows she's the side piece. Listen, I know that I'm not like who you're who you're in love with, but like, we're cool. We're cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I wonder, you know, I mean, there's and talk about it's... Barb's age, too. And yeah, and, 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 and that's, that's a thing. And here's another thing. Barb's not. Yeah. Or, 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 or Duck's not. Right. No, and so but so but Barb is here's the thing where it's always hard to tell in this in a sort of drawn medium, especially one like comics where you know time is a factor and people's I don't know style choices. Uh, Barb, but Barb is drawn very sexy. Yes, she is. Ducks, ducks, kind of a duck, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But so it's interesting that he like if that's known between the two of them, that's a really interesting. And very gross detail yeah. about their about their relationship that she knows she's an ugly duckling. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. Duck quack 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 quack. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and she keeps quack. saying quack. Oh my god, I know it's fucking weird. And she, what sucks? I mean, I wondered whether or not it was an age thing to some degree. Like duck is more his age or younger because. The other thing is that Barb has... Oh, because he wants to bang the teenager. Yes, because Barb uh. has a, a babysitter. When they go off to a date and the babysitter stays with the kids, and the babysitter's hitting on Ken. And she, you know, Barb's like, oh, yeah, I saw you looking at her. And he's like, oh, no. I mean, and she's like, no, it's it's whatever. I mean, she's, she's yeah, it's whatever. She's a cute young girl. Cute young he's girl. Like, no, she's... But, but just for the record, she's illegal. And he's like, yeah. for now. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, I mean, she should call me in four years or whatever. But, like... <laughs> He, I like that they said four. Not yeah, like 21, not, not one. Yes, yeah. yes, exactly. Yeah. 
But later, they have another interaction alone, and she's like, hey, you want to come in? And he's like, mm, no. And as he walks away, he's like, oh, she's 17, but that fucking body, though. <laughs> this dude. Yeah, full American beauty. He's yeah, right? got. He's lusting after. And I don't know, again, if this is his sort of, like, stunted development feeling. Like, I miss the boat. Like, I like I need that young energy in my life, and I'm scared of being with this older woman whose life is more set and put together you know i mean like i don't know Mm -hmm. what we're doing but it it's chewy it's chewy and interesting in a way that characters aren't in these comics and i'm fascinated by it uh it's the first time a man in these comics has present has been presented with a moral romantic quandary and uh not yucked us out (laughs) yeah yes yeah Ooh, you know Despite what? The fact that he's he's on the edge still. He's not he's not redeemed, but he's no. like at least he knows he's yucky and does and and would feel bad about himself if he if he acted like Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what cracked me up? I laughed so hard. It's not even really played for anything. It's just a, a you know, there's a couple bubbles in this panel, and it's just the oh end of God, one of I them. I already know what you're gonna say. I already know what but, you're gonna say. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Duck, he's hanging out with Duck. And he comes home and he's like, and she's like, oh, you want a back rub or a front rub? (laughs) That's in the wall of shame. Did you see it, Andy? (laughs) She fucking asked him for a front rub. Front rub. (laughs) As what I said, front rub, baby. (laughs) Yep. Oh, my God. A front rub. Okay. Uh, The other other thing that I think is great um, is a, a, a... it, it's played. I don't know how it's played. Maybe, maybe tell me, tell me how you think this reads. I thought it was a cool boundary setting moment where he keeps kind of coming back to talk to Myron about all of his problems, and Myron's like, "Okay, but this is going to be fifty dollars now because I'm a professional psychiatrist, and <laughs> you're using me. And if we're going to yep. do this, I need you to make a appointment with me, and so that I can mm-hmm. be your psychiatrist." And he's like, "Well, fuck you!" And he's like, "I fifty dollars, man." I liked that a lot. Mm-hmm. I really liked it. I can't tell how the comic feels about it. I don't know if the comic is taking Ken's side and thinking Myron's being annoying, but I'm inclined to think it's not. I'm inclined to think that the comic yeah. sides with Myron. I feel that it's a complex thing when you have a skill that has a monetary value. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, I know. Um, from from friends who got like law degrees, you know how many people oh, start asking them for free law advice. Advice. Yep. yep. Um, but here's the flip side: people ask me to read their shit or write something for them all the fucking time. So is it just the the matter of the perceived value that's the problem? Like a lawyer is more mm-hmm. worthy of being paid, right? You asked, you know. Totally. So I have mixed my my feeling is mixed. It's like if you appreciate that somebody should be paid and are choosing not to pay them. Like as a friend, between friends, right? You're the Um, asshole. Maybe. Uh, That's not, I was actually going to kind of go the other way. Like, do I do favors that have, you know, if I help somebody move, I'm not a mover. Right. But I've done the labor of a mover. Yeah. But you didn't do the, but you didn't do the, the 20 years of training before that to be a mover. Right. Mm, of but course, like there's I would different, say, being yeah. skilled in something is different than. Get, well, that kind of goes to the point where, like, that's what a company should pay you is is for the twenty years of of time invested into the skill, right? Yeah. If you can help your mom in five minutes and it saves her an hour from you know or right. ten hours or whatever it is, you should do that too. I think it's yeah. I think it's interesting. It's it's an interesting kind of spectrum there, right? Because I uh, there is. You know, there's value. I mean, favors and doing stuff for your friends, like people, selflessness is nice for people that you like. But I guess the vibe that I got that made this make sense to me is that he has been repeatedly asking. Yeah, he's trying. He's trying. Yeah, I agree. You know what I mean? On the page, Myron had to be like, "Okay, I'll be your real therapist for money if you." Yes. Otherwise, yeah, yeah. Like I agree completely. You know, but that that I feel like could be an interesting snarly bit too, right? Because what else are i mean obviously friends can't be your therapist but like can you not talk to your friends about shit that's going wrong in your life like feel like that's sure and things- if somebody if somebody who is already your friend gets a therapy degree you're supposed to pay them for friendship now right right <laughs> yeah it's a weird it's a weird line to to walk i don't know 
Yeah. I just never, I never, I, I was so pleased because I did not expect this weird star brand comic from the cosmic Marvel list that we're not even really focusing that hard on to like hit me like so this. good. Yeah. yeah. It's so good. Uh, so <laughs> hell yeah. I'm enjoying the shit out of this. So did you notice mm. all of the product placement? No, they had, McDon- they had McDonald's oh. in, both in both issues. You're right. You're right. They, oh, there's even a whole part where he's like, what is this? And the person giving him the thing is like, it's McBreakfast. Like- <laughs> <laughs> you know what thing I want to talk about from Starburn that was also good? Um, so he comes across a babe in the woods, right? Mm-hmm. On a, And there's two, I think, things that are, are interesting about this. Um, yeah, I love Because this. as a reader, especially one who read last week's star brand and has been inundated in Marvel's sexism for so long mm-hmm. and weirdness. Uh, the ruse worked on me too. Yeah. She was like, Oh, my boyfriend wants me to talk to you. And if he sees that you didn't tell me you're the flying man, he's going to come back and beat me. And I need a prince to save me. And I thought this feels on brand for Marvel. This yeah. doesn't, so this doesn't shock me at all. Um, yeah. And then he then he has his sort of moral quandary with the women that he's double that he's two timing and decides, you know what? I'm going to go do something nice for a woman. I'm going to go let this, you know, I'm going to go help her out, whatever. Uh, the girl on the side of the road who's yep. uh, who and he goes back and this she he finds her with a big, a big nasty bruise, but with with uh, with superhero powers and notices that it's not a real bruise. It's a fake uh, lure. And it lured him because he is morally compromised on the topic of women. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, and he's like, he, he has this goes, like bow! internal monologue at the moment where he's like, that's not a real bruise, that's makeup. She's staring at me. She is examining and remembering my face. Fuck. I have fucked up so bad. And yeah, and then she, yeah, she pulls out a gun and starts trying to shoot at him. And it turns out she is actually one of the people working for this, like, foreign government trying to find the flying man. And she's, yeah, she's a bad one. She's a bad guy. I liked it. It's great. It's fucking great. (sighs) Anyway. Oh, but also he saves the Taliban. Oh yeah, yeah we do. We got to talk about that. The him yeah, killing the Russians. But at the time, at the time, they were U.S. allies, or yeah, you know, yeah, yeah and Russian air quotes. Ru- the Russians are the baddies, and the Russians and are the in Taliban. Afghanistan during this time. Yeah. I think like they're they're. I don't know if they're occupying. I don't, I'm bad with history. Uh, so but. no no shade on this comic, but it doesn't age, baby. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> what about sexy photos on the motorcycle? Oh yeah, sexy motorcycle Polaroids. Yeah, he takes <laughs> yeah, a Polaroid baby. of duck. With duck. And then he forgets to hide it, and fucking Barb comes over, and he yeah, realizes Barb's she probably saw the photo. And the, the, so that's the other thing too. So he like is having. I can't he's, believe he's a how bad much cheater, of which is a how much bit of these empathetic. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> no, it's that. I mean, sure, <laughs> uh, but he it like, is right. This... If he was like good at secret keeping and and wasn't like I don't yeah. know. Yeah, the, the fact that he's bad at it shows that he's not practiced at it, and yeah. shows that yes. We're, we're here to, as a reader, this is art examining an emotional state more than it is allowing other people in reality to behave like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Comic does not like that he's doing this, and we're not yeah. supposed to either. So, yeah. Continue. So, I'm so sorry. Well, no, 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 no. It's fine. So, I, I, I just, I love how much of these two comics centered around this love triangle right like yeah. i love that that was the main part of the drama we were reading and then the superhero stuff was kind of like it it really shows like how much these different parts of his life are fighting for yeah his attention for right? dominance yeah. yeah it's very cool but um yeah no wonder he's late to work no literally and he's no a wonder trash he's hero late and, to work. and he's like fuck i'm so bad at this well, maybe yeah. i'll go talk to the president and then that oh, yeah. fails <laughs> it, it sort of cuts to black but he's like I, I don't know what to do. Maybe the president, maybe the president will give me some help. <laughs> I'm going to run around break into the White House. You know, he can eat a nuke, but he, he can't figure out how to get into the White House. So he, yeah, goes, exactly. he goes to the bar. <laughs> oh my God. He finally moves his tattoo off of his hand, his little butthole. Yeah. Yeah. His, his, his star brand. Butthole tat. 
Yeah. Um, and then I guess the, the, the hint of what's going on next week is that he finds these like weird mental patients that have powers as well. Uh, one person, like there's this woman who's like making him feel fear and someone else is like kind of doing a whammy on a guy to make him stronger. Yeah. So he finds other people with powers and they kind of fuck him up and leave him for dead. Um, and that's kind of where we land at the end of the fourth issue. But yeah. Digging Starbrand. Starbrand. Star We're going to hang Starbrand out with you a little good. longer. Yeah. God damn. Uh, okay. That's it for the comics. Anybody got any more snacks they want to talk about or politics or, or maybe. Oh, I have a snack. I have a snack we can talk about. I have a snack. Oh. Yes, 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 yes. Hello. Hello and welcome. (laughs) 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 Welcome to this week's Fuck, Mary Kill. Where we have one in the gun, one in the bum, and one who is the one. Nice song. Thanks. Uh, Listen. Choice number one this week is Duck. We got to put Duck on this list. I like it. Alrighty, I like it. Just, just like throwing her right to the wolves. Okay. Second on this week's list, the long-haired Hulk. That is Rick oh, Jones. <laughs> Rick the Jones long, Hulk. The long-haired adult Rick Jones Hulk. Yes. Okay. And last but not least on our list is Mickey Mouse. Oh, I'm locked and loaded already. (laughs) No, no choices here for me. (laughs) Yeah, Rory, you kill Mickey, right? Yeah, Rory kills Mickey. Oh, yeah, you got to kill the mouse. You got to kill the mouse. Rory Rory Um, kills Mickey every time. We know I And I married Duck. You know, you take take the annoying, uh, like, um, quack quack out of the equation. If you just don't participate in that. Mm -hmm. This is a ride or die Mm -hmm. girl. This, This chick rules. She does rule. (laughs) <laughs> that's where I'm at too I'm marrying Duck I, 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 I don't know how you can't she's so awesome it's it's Ken yeah the sucks. only the only thing bad about her is all the quack stuff and I just don't play that game and then that's and it's fine yeah, yeah. she can go quack at other people she's into <laughs> sexy photos you can start an OnlyFans with her she's into sexy photos uh, I don't want I don't want to have uh, you know a uh, an adulterous relationship but I like that I like that she's like like if, you've, if you've got something, no, no, let me extrapolate. If you've got something <laughs> going on that's just like, I don't know. She's uh, in some way morally compromised. If you are having a hard time with whatever, she's down to help, bro. Yeah. Dude, she will. She takes yeah. she takes one for the team a number of times. She's just so cool. Duck yeah. fucking rocks. She- I love Duck. I think Duck rocks. I'm on board with that. Um, yeah, I'm down. I'm down to commit my life to Duck. But then I'm, you I'm, fuck, I'm up for it. You fuck Rick Jones' long-haired Hulk. Look, I would have never gone on the record as saying uh, that I wouldn't get absolutely <laughs> ruined by a Hulk once. I don't think. I don't think my oh. orifices could take a daily, a daily, you know. Um, oh. Demolishing. Oh no. oh no. But one time, one time, let the Hulk just go. Go fucking, you know, go Hulk, Hulk oh, out, you know. Oh, oh, oh! Turn yeah. me to mush, break all my bones, break all the bones in my body, can break, I ask break, you all, a break all the bones in my body. Wait, can I ask you a question? Do you so the Hulk when the Hulk transforms? Fuck me to the brink of death. <laughs> when the Hulk transforms, is it? Do you think it's like a? Oh my god. <laughs> How does this podcast get more and more vile every week? Oh, I can top it. <laughs> Please don't take that as a challenge. <laughs> oh, he's very large. I mean, that's, a pist- that's the piston of an engine. Yeah. Sure, sure, but I mean... Don't say what you're sure. going to say. <laughs> Don't say it. Rory, have you ever heard of... No. Have you ever ridden on top of... We can't. We can't do this. <laughs> no, this is all dead air. None of this will see the light of it. None of this will see the light. Okay, look. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm posed with a, with a frustrating quandary. 
Because sure. either either I subject myself <laughs> to the same horrible thing that we've just described that Rory's going to do, <laughs> or I have to fuck the mouse. Bones heal, oh, baby. Oh, man. That's I sex. don't know. Mickey Mouse is not sexual. He's not sexual. He, he's also old. Yeah. It depends on what version of Mickey Mouse, though. Because, you know, when he wears his little sailor uniform on the on the Disney cruise, that's pretty cute. I got that little mouse curve. Gonna hit the tape. I mean, no. He's definitely like a Captain Daddy Mouse. I have Captain to. Daddy Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> I have to tell you, <laughs> I don't. I don't like lining up with another person entirely. But I'm. I gotta make the exact same call Rory does. I gotta kill the mouse and I gotta have sex with the Hulk. I gotta, I gotta make that work somehow. Mm, mm. Uh, and and I, I, because there's no way I'm not marrying Duck. So uh, that's my final answer, Shane. So why don't you tell us what horrible calculus you've done? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I've put it through my algorithm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I obviously I killed Duck, right? Like we knew I was going to kill Duck. I know. I know that. Did we? I mean, like she's cool. She's no, she's fucking cool, but I don't want her. So I I'm I marry Mickey Mouse. Is it for him. the merch? It is for yes, for everything. <laughs> ever, I I become I become the queen of that empire. Oh my god, what you become Mr. <laughs> Mouse? Wait, wait, wait. Does that make you a character? Wait, do people are gonna wear suits of you in the parks? Wait, what how about yeah. Minnie? What do you do yeah. about Minnie? Wait, I'm so oh. confused about all of this. No, we we've killed Minnie. <gasps> Minnie, she's Minnie out of the dies. picture. Yeah, oh my picture. god. Yeah, no, it's so. She's not so letting her to walk away with half the empire, bro. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Mickey, Mickey was like, "Oh, I need to marry this other person," and she's like, "You'll never take half of my stuff." And then we pushed her off a cliff. I'll bleed you that. dry. <laughs> oh my god! And then I do, I, I definitely do the, the thing with. We all do. <laughs> we all do this. <laughs> no, I don't know because in, in now. Uh, in in my fantasy, and you said you copy me, so you you correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, we're taking it from the Hulk. Yeah, now, I think no... Shane might have a different opinion. Yeah, Shane, <laughs> I, it will be flipped <laughs> around. <Yes. laughs> we got to get him a Hulk size swing. <laughs> I'm not on record as saying whichever part of that. You're a switch hitter. Um, I'm I'm Maybe. I'm crafty. I'm Maybe. I'm crafty. I'm, I just you feel know, like I'll come yeah, up with something in the moment. We'll figure yeah. it out. Yeah, I, there are Roy, Like the word sex doesn't just mean one thing, right? Yeah. No, I guess there, not. I have a very I have a to explore. Yeah, then you could be right, and I could be missing out. Yeah. When I I I'm intrigued now. I'm I'm self I'm self reflective when I look at these things. Uh, I find that the that the men that are mm -hmm. offered or mm -hmm. the or the gay options mm -hmm. depend same same but different um i approach it as a different kind of experience mm -hmm. oh sure yeah, yeah. i agree yeah. with that i agree yeah. with that yeah but i'm willing to imagine myself getting absolutely thrashed <laughs> <laughs> and you know what i think that says a lot about how comfortable you are with yourself and your sexuality and i'm proud of you for thank you yeah. Hulk thrash. <laughs> this has been issue 75 of the Infinite Backlog. It'll be significantly shorter. <laughs> I want them to know. The, I want the. Anyway, I want them to know what the runtime is on our recording. We're at a minute, an hour fifteen. So uh, extrapolate as you will. <laughs> Much we cut <laughs> Bye. 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 Ah, nice cans. <laughs>
I think I think Nice Cans is a good podcast name. <laughs> that is a good name. Oh yeah, because people call their headphones their cans. Yeah, and you could do you could do garbage oh. can reviews. Like what kind of cans you got? Audio reviews. Yeah, or canned food reviews. Nice cans. No, those are nice cans. <laughs> Welcome we to the can. <laughs> Welcome to a chronological tour of canned foods. <laughs> but I gotta say, I'm not the biggest fan of spaghettios, but can we all just take a minute and those are some nice cans. Those are nice cans. <laughs> the tasteful red. And are there different white. sizes? Are there different sizes of spaghettios? Probably. I mean, like, like family. I have never. Well, yeah, like a family. No, 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 no. Wait, wait. We gotta cl- we gotta clarify what you're asking. Are you asking? I'm, are there asking, are there bigger cans, or are the O's bigger I'm, in certain no, cans? It, the, so not that I feel like in every can. Are the rings of noodle uh-huh. like the O's? Oh, so you're, different you're asking sizes. specifically about getting yeah. the big O's. Which, the big which O's. Can, yeah. Which can has well, the biggest O? Yes. Some of us would prefer a smaller, <laughs> more tighter O. A small, tight. Yeah, sure. Well, it's like the jumbo olives, right? Like you get the same, you get those cans, and it's like, sure, you got the medium ripe pitted olives, but then you got them jumbo cans. Nice jumbo cans. I don't think I've ever opened a can of olives in my life. What? The, have you ever? Do you? What? How do you get I'm olives? On the same page. You do, if you don't eat olives like just out of a can, then you do don't. Do you really not eat olives canned. ever? I mean, I do. Do you, but, do they? But only then come how in do you cans? get them? Yeah, they only come in cans. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I think they come in like jars. Maybe, but what's a jar or a can, right? Like it doesn't matter. Do you think jars and cans are the this same? Is, no, 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 no. I'm sorry, they're not. They're not this the is, same. We're in a fictional universe where we're a, we're a can review podcast, and you have the audacity <laughs> to say jar can. Who cares? On Earth six one six, we have cans only. <laughs> Andrew, nice jars is nothing. It's nice nothing. nothing. <laughs> <laughs> 